Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello and welcome, everybody. To another Power Hour episode of Game Over. The premiere video game show hosted by two brothers and a third guy only live on 101.5 UFM and in podcast form on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and pretty much else, wherever else you want to get your podcast. I'm your father, son of the goalie host, Adam Pazzer, in studio, joined in studio from my faithful squad mates, Adam Pazzer, Matthew Menye. How you doing, lads? We're doing good. Yeah, Excellent. Managed to make it here today. Yeah, exactly. Holy yeah, it's a cow. Bit, it got a bit it's hectic crazy out there. earlier. Yeah. So uh, if you're driving right now, stay safe, drive slow. All the, You know it. We're coming out of winter. This isn't, this isn't the the scary mid-October winter that all of a sudden everyone you know doesn't know how to drive or three-quarters of people don't have the winter tires. You know what you're doing. Yeah. Just take Hopefully. it slow. Take it slow, and that also gives you more time to listen to this fantastic one-hour video game podcast. So sure, we will get you through your drive home. We will get you through your commute. Now, I uh, we we have a pretty interesting topic for today. But before we do, I want to. We have a couple bits of news, and I do want to announce the return, the triumphant return of name that sound. Yay! Uh, it's coming back. I think I have six sounds for you, and one of them I'm going to make worth two points. So that's Ooh, I'll make it worth okay. seven. Right. Um but yeah, it's been that we haven't done a name that sound for a bit, and we haven't done a traditional name that sound for even longer. So this is just a classic, you know, a bunch of little three-second sounds. See what you guys can do. But there has been a decent amount of news. Uh, the first one, I don't know if you guys watched any of the trailers or have been keeping up with the news, but Half-Life Ajax, or no, Alex. I always get confused there because it's got the J and the X. Half-Life Alex is coming out, or Y and X. I have no idea why I read it as Ajax. Half-Life Alex is coming out. I don't know if you guys have a history with the Half-Life series, but it's the first Half-Life game after 12 years. And uh, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, it's a VR game. So I guess we'll find out if Valve still remembers how to make a game. (laughs) But my question for you, I mean, if this had been Half-Life 3, I think everyone would have been hyped. But to me, it's almost like a Duke Nukem situation where it's like, the meme is that you don't make threes. I'm not actually expecting anything out of the game. Yeah. So, I don't know. Does this move the needle on you guys whatsoever? Or is it just kind of, oh, you probably missed the window of time where this would have gotten me excited? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think ever I would have gotten excited. I've played one Half-Life game, and I played it like a decade after it came out. So, the graphics were terrible and the controls were clunky relative to what I was used to. Mm-hmm. So, the thing that sort of swept the nation... Uh, did not completely pass me by. So yeah, this does not. There's not so much of a blip of interest with me. Yeah, I've also never played a Half Life game. I I I basically only know it from the hype. Um, so you know when they announced a Half Life, no matter what it was, my reaction would be like, oh, like you know, cool. I'm glad they're making another one of those. But yeah, I'm not really excited for it. If I was at someone's place and they had a VR setup, I'd you know I'd love to try it out. Uh, but I'm not going to, like, run out day one and get it. Yeah, I believe it's Control-V is the uh, local place where you can go and, and do VR stuff. So that I still haven't been there. I don't know if either of you guys have to Control-V. I no. haven't. I've never done a VR. Yeah, yeah me neither. Any kind. No. So that might be, we might have to take Game Over on the road. Let's do a field trip. <laughs> field trip. Everyone will see you there. <laughs> I feel game like Over Live. Game Over Live. Yeah, I feel yeah. like it's almost a good call for them to do a VR thing. Because if they just, like, out of the blue announced Half-Life 3, yeah. people would lose their minds, and it would never be able to live up to the hype, even if it was a masterpiece. 
Yeah. yeah. So I feel like it's good to just sort of dip their toes back in that franchise's water. You know, if if the game isn't very good, people go like, ah, well, you know, it was a VR thing. It was an experiment, whatever. And then if it is good, then it sort of, you know, starts building excitement for a possible, um, like, another mainline game. I think it's strategic. I think VR hasn't, I mean, in addition to what you're just saying, they might be testing the model, but I think they know that their their first party titles are going to sell fine, especially when it, yeah. it's on their own platform. But I think it might be like VR hasn't sold the way they wanted it to. And there's a whole bunch of, like, if you go on Steam, you can find a ton of VR games. And I don't know a ton of people, like, I know people who have tried it, but I don't know in my relatively decent-sized group of friends, of gamer friends, I don't know a single one of them that has, like, a dedicated VR setup, right? It's just Mm -hmm. kind of still kind of cost-prohibitive, and people are unsure about the game. So maybe they're just like, okay, well, there might be a group of people who are, like, right on the edge where they could afford it, but they haven't had a game that wanted to do it. And if we can push them over the edge with this game, that might make them want to justify the purchase by buying a whole bunch of others. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's so my yeah. guess. Push it from like a party trick into like someone's actual preferred way to play. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Kind of like, I mean, normally this is the stuff that happens in the beginning of a console. I know it's not a console, but a console generation, mm-hmm. right? With the Switch, it was just like you might have a whole bunch of people who would be willing to buy a Switch, but they're waiting for their Super Mario Odyssey or, or uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild type stuff. Mm-hmm. I imagine that there was a whole bunch of people who did that first Sword and Shield, regardless of what you thought about Sword and Shield. Yeah. Which takes us neatly into the Sword and Shield news. Ooh. They announced a brand new Pokemon mm-hmm. this week. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I, I have. I'll give Adam uh, 30 seconds to Google it. It's called Zarud. So cue the Zarud <laughs> sandstorm uh, jokes. Yeah. It, they just write themselves. If I'll say it right now. I don't care that it's a grass dark type. It needs to know Sandstorm, because that's hilarious. Oh, so okay. We, we have a grass dark type already in Shiftry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this is a... Uh, yeah, it's a new type that came out of nowhere. It was announced, I believe, on Pokemon Day. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't a ton of, of lead-up into it, and there wasn't anything about it after. It just has Leaf Guard as its ability. But I've seen a theory online, and I'm curious what you guys think about I believe it's called. Actually, I can't pronounce it. It's something with an X in there. The the grass and the grass bunny type. That's one of the new legendaries. They're so forgettable. Uh, the other one looks like uh, big brain guy. Yes, I don't remember its name. So it's got a bunny. It's like Krillix or something like that. Kelfix something. We'll, we'll oh my it. goodness, I don't remember the new legendaries at all. See, yeah. The, <laughs> if you had put this on Pokemon Jeopardy last week, Adam, you would have stumped us all. But I would have stumped myself. Now you have a legendary based off a rabbit. And you have a starter based off a rabbit. Now you have a legendary based off an ape or a prime ape or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And you have a starter based on an ape. Are we going to get another announced legendary mythical whatever? Calyrex? Is Calyrex, that's the one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Neither. bunny with a big brain. I see. So are we going to get one based on a lizard? Is this a total coincidence or am I, or am I talking on my butt here? What do you guys think? I mean, I think it's weird to do... You know, two that like match the types. What types are Calyrex? Uh, Calyrex is psychic grass. Another thing that's four times weak to bug. Yeah. So yeah. Hmm. Oh, so then they have two new grass mythics. That could be strange. So are they we might do get some kind of like a grass lizard. Yeah, it could be like grass ghost or something like that to sort of complete a little bit of a weird cycle. If they want them to be all grass for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it didn't it's, seem. Nothing about the, the new things seem particularly grass-themed to me, so it's strange that they have two grass mythics. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. It, it, I, don't I really don't know what Pokemon is doing, and they kind of lost a lot of my interest. So, not that I won't like stay tuned, but I'm not. If this was, if if Sword and Shield had been more successful, I probably would have been like beating down the doors. And even then, I was trying to find some information on um, Zarude online, and there's just not a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, because there it is. Had to put it in there. Yeah. <laughs> because I guess people to start. People might just be. You know, tired of Pokemon. Yeah. They did also announce the top five most popular Pokemon of the past, I think it was Google searches for the past year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you guys know them? No, um, but I want to guess. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I'm going to guess if it's top five most popular. If they're going from Google searches, there's going to be some, like, basically, essentially bottom five favorite Pokemon in here because people are looking them up out of spite. Or just I don't like, know. how ridiculous could this thing be? I mean, I'm gonna Maybe? go. I'm gonna go with Pikachu. No. Gonna, really, he's not on the list. Charizard. Charizard. Oh yeah, of course. Because number three. Charizard's number, number three. Three. Okay. Um. Uh. Oh. One of the starters. Yeah. Inteleon. Uh, nope. Oh. Uh. Grookey. Nope. You guys are overthinking this. I'll give you number five. Is it? And this is the one that kind of made me chuckle. And if you want to know why it made me chuckle, um, kids, look it up later. Uh, number five is Gardevoir. Oh, 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 okay. Oh, yeah, I see how this is going. Don't Google right. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but number five is Gardevoir. Gardevoir okay. is the number five most popular Pokemon. Number four, Gengar. Okay. okay, okay. I Gengar among all the Pokemon I've seen, pretty much is like the popular one for. I'm edgy, and this is my Twitter profile picture. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I know what you mean. There's a lot of Gengars for that, so that yeah. one doesn't surprise me. You already have number three. Yeah, and there's a, th- there's a theme of number two and number one. Uh, okay, Squirtle. No, the 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 new legendaries is no. a Manta. No, 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 no. You're overthinking. Number okay. number two might give you number one. Number two is Lucario, Charizard, Lucario. In, oh, it's the Smash in, Brothers. In, in Greninja. Greninja. No, Greninja. Greninja. Oh, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. I didn't hear you yeah. say Greninja. Yeah, when he said. Yeah, I sort of. St- I talked yeah. over him. Oh, what's well, yeah. Okay, so yeah, it's Greninja. I mean, it it was big in the anime. It's got an Ash version. It's yeah, a ninja. Right. People love that. Everyone loves it's it. It's a starter, but it's actually good. So yeah, Greninja was the number one most popular Pokemon. Hmm. Okay. Not surprising. Although, I mean, you'd think Pokemon would hope that some of the new guys would have cracked the list. Yeah, you'd think yeah. with no. you know them being brand new and everything. I can't even really think of like the new... Like last generation, it was Mimikyu. Like yeah. the new... Yeah. Like the kind of the new meme. The new hit. Yeah. Yeah, I've got I nothing in this it. generation. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe... No... Exactly. Yeah, no. <laughs> and there's probably yeah. one, like, relatively obvious one that we're I forgetting. I mean, how creamy? The cake? I've, yeah, uh, I've seen people, but I mean, maybe, um, I'm going to say Thorgy, but you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, the, the lightning, the Bolton's lightning, pre-evolution. Bolton's yeah. pre-evolution, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. the name of. Yeah. Hmm. I've been so used to calling it Thorgy. Yeah. I do, I do kind of like the design of the new mythic. I saw on Reddit someone, I don't remember the name of the character now, um, but they... <laughs> Said it looks just like the basically the monkey villain from Powerpuff Girls. It does, hundred percent. I don't remember oh, his name, uh, but oh it's got no. the, like that with was, his brain in a jar kind yeah. of thing. His eye, like the design on his eyes, is like exactly the same, and just like the shape of his face, it fits so well. <laughs> Yamper, by the way, is yeah. the name of the Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I uh, Mojo Jojo. Mojo Jojo. Oh, That's yeah. it. I was, I was like, I'll come up with this. I know this <laughs> name. <laughs> Yeah, I watched we, enough Saturday morning cartoons. I should know. Yeah, yeah, we've had Digimon as Pokemon. Now we're having Powerpuff Power Girls, Girls villains as Pokemon. The design is good. Like, no, I do like it's it. Good. The name is possibly the stupidest thing I've ever come up with. So you have Zacian because it's the Cyan, or the Cyan, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I yeah. can't. I still Cyan, can't say that. I think. Yeah. Cyan. I still can't say that color. Yeah. You have Zamazenta, the Magenta, and now you have the Rude. Are <laughs> you kidding? <laughs> yeah. 
And like at some point, even if you're like, I don't see how it fits into the theme of the naming other than that it starts with a Z. Yeah. But like, even if it was fitting into the theme, if you end up with a name like that, you have to look at it and just be like, oh no, see, we can't actually name it that. Let's come up with something else. Yeah. You know, like have have some awareness. (laughs) Yeah. And like, it wasn't announced with anything. If you're going to announce it, why didn't it come up in... Like, you have a new Pokemon for each of the new regions. You have mm-hmm. the Isle of Crowns or in the Shield of uh, whatever it was. I think it was yeah. Crown and Shield was more or less what it was yeah. about. But where's it going to fit in there? Is it just, like, a new thing on the land? What it, what does it have to do with anything? It's just like they draw... It made no sense. Other yeah. than it was Pokemon Day, they're just like, uh, we have to have an we announcement. To do something. Here, take this thing. Yeah, here, remove this from some other announcement so we can make it on this day. <laughs> exactly. I mean, almost. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to be a fly on the wall of the Pokemon meetings for the past, I don't know, six, eight, ten yeah. months. Yeah, I like the Pokemon, but it was a really just underwhelming reveal. Just like, oh, here's a Pokemon. That's it. Do we know yeah. anything about it? No. No. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't know anything. Sure. It looks it looks cool, I guess. Okay, so we're going to keep on Nintendo, because I actually, before we get to our main topic of the day, I was listening to one of, I think I can fairly say our joint favorite YouTube channels, The Girlfriend Reviews. Uh, consistently very entertaining. Mm-hmm. And the most recent one was on Girlfriend Reviews, the Nintendo GameCube. And it was because she was going back. She's a huge Animal Crossing fan. Yeah. And they were going back to play the Animal Crossing on GameCube and ended up just playing a bunch of GameCube games. But she made a statement at the end that I thought was really interesting. And, in fact, I agree with it. And that was, even though I'm pretty sure the PS2 might still be the most highly grossing console of all time, history will look back and see that the GameCube actually won that generation because its games have endured better. Yeah. I don't know if that's yeah. like a total mic drop moment, but I was like, you know, that that's totally true. When you look at the PS2, like if you have a PS3 or PS4, why would you play your PS2? Yeah. You wouldn't. I'm sure someone will be like yell when they hear me say this, but yeah. like nobody pulls out their PS2 no. at a party to like play anything anymore, right? No. Not that there's not lots of great games on it, but it... At this point, it's just kind of, yeah, like you said, a weaker version of the PS4. Whereas, I, I mean, I, it happened last week at my house that my brother had friends over and they were pl- they played like four or five different games on the GameCube. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's 100% true. The same thing with the original Xbox. I can't say Xbox One, gosh darn it. But the original Xbox, it'd be like you come over to my house and I'm like, oh, well, let me just get out my old computer so we can play this game on like floppy disk. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, of course, they made fun of the GameCube's controller. Yeah. But also, that controller is still going, it's going to be into its, what, fourth generation? Because the Switch will endure to the next one? Yeah. So it survived the GameCube, survived the Wii, People love the GameCube being in the Wii. The GameCube controller People, is great. Yeah. Right, but it's just, it. you do look at it, it's like, ah, most controllers have a second stick. Yeah. And this doesn't, it's just got that C well, stick. Well, it does, yeah. it's just crappy. <laughs> yeah, I watched the video, they... But it uh, fits so nicely They juxtapose. It might be the most ergonomically satisfying controller yeah. ever. Ever made. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, considering it's done that, I was thinking, like, a lot of those games really, really hold up. Nintendo very much future-proofed their stuff. It's funny how making it kid-friendly ultra-future-proofed it as, like, a little backdoor side bonus. Mm-hmm. So, maybe, like, let us know on Facebook. Maybe I'll, I ha- you know what else I haven't done in a while? Post a Facebook poll. So, yeah, Facebook.com slash GameOverUMFM. I'll post it on there. Has time revealed the GameCube to be the real generation. They said it was Generation 6. Is that, 
Is that accurate? Was it actually six I generations before that? Track. I don't know. I don't that know. one. Yeah. Okay. The early 2000s generation. Our the sixth generation. Gener- yeah, the sixth generation is the Dreamcast, the PS2, the Xbox, and the GameCube. <laughs> the mm. Dreamcast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Clearly the winner. The, yeah, exactly. Hilarious. <laughs> Although I do find it funny that the, the GameCube one, which I agree with you, is the best controller at least ergonomically, came out with, in the same generation as one of the worst controllers ergonomically, which is the original Xbox. Yeah, it's oh, just man. awful. I, I, it's I forget so bad. how bad it looks, because I, I watched the, the Girlfriend Reviews thing, too, and they showed a picture of it, and I just went, oh, my God. Like, I yeah. forgot how horrifically large that thing yeah. is. And, I mean, the Dreamcast wasn't good either. No. But the Xbox one is just... I remember holding that in high school, because so we had an Xbox in the in the lounge. And I was like, good Lord! Like... I know I'm not the biggest guy around, but I feel like this is built for, I don't know, Arnold Schwarzenegger or yeah. someone with just huge hands. Yeah. And then they always had those, like, we- two little bu- weird buttons off to the side, like, below the other oh, buttons. Oh, yeah. It was just a yeah. strange controller. It was like they took just a joystick pad, like the kind of thing you'd have in an arcade, sand it off the sides, and then handed it to you. <laughs> yeah. you know, there was no <laughs> just real awful. attempt at making it fit a human yeah. hand. PS2 Although- controller was fine, I suppose. And then the yeah, I was thinking about like how the how much has the PS PlayStation controller really changed in the last generation? Like it, like not at all. Yeah, yeah. basically not. They've made it slightly yeah. rounder over time. That's about it. Yeah, PlayStation basically or Sony just basically found a B plus controller and just went yeah, it's good enough. Yeah, <laughs> we'll just just keep doing this. Yeah, because honestly, I think I'd still take it. Be for me, that might be a fun thing to do one of these days. Is rate controllers? I think it'd be GameCube. Again, I will say it's number one. Just for the way it feels. Yeah. I really like the Xbox 360 controller, yeah, which might be controversial because Matt doesn't have one. No. I, I never owned one. I was an Xbox like hater guy in high school, but the, the X360 controllers are great. They're really good. Yeah, they're nice. Yeah. One of those guys, eh? Okay, so what we're going to do, I know we're a smidge before the halfway mark. We're going to play a couple commercials, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to do something we've never done before. So you better stay tuned, and we'll be back in about 90 seconds. And we're back. Yeah. Zerud, gotta catch them all. <laughs> but only if you have the expansion, and only then, only about two-thirds. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Ooh. <laughs> Too soon. Uh, Zerud Sandstorm, though, one of the, like the, just the great, universally approved of techno songs. Mm-hmm. That yeah. and, like, what's that song? Every Time We Touch? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is technically techno, but, look, it's just, everyone loves it. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't great matter. song. Fantastic. Okay, so, we decided to do something remarkable this past 24 hours we went deep we looked deep into ourselves into our souls into our lives and more importantly deep into our steam libraries <laughs> to play a game that had never been played so we each picked a different game that we have never played before but still purchased. <laughs> yes. So out there, I'm sure literally every player on Steam has wives, girlfriends, boyfriends, partners, parents, whatever, who are just like, why do you have all those games <laughs> that you and never you play? only play like a third of them? And yeah. even then, you probably only finished like a tenth. And then yeah. we say, but it was 80% <laughs> off. <laughs> It's not my fault. I can't if I don't I buy want, it, I'm losing money. I want to play it like two months from now, and it was only ten bucks. That yeah. I'm gonna get a craving. I know it. So like, <laughs> what am I gonna pay for it for full price then? No, of course not. But we're no different, obviously. So we of course have our our vices, and uh, we've all got uh, sizable Steam libraries with sizable amounts of unplayed games. So this past week, we took it to ourselves. 
to look into the Steam library, pick a different game, and it's kind of we didn't collaborate. 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 You can tell that I haven't done a lot of talking at work, so it's like, man, the, that part of the brain is still <laughs> turning on. Yeah. We uh, decided we didn't uh, discuss beforehand which game we we're going to play, but we ended up picking three dramatically different games at three yes. dramatically different price points. But which one is no? Sorry, that's a different show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's worth it. Also a great show. Um, but three dramatically different games to review them and see whether or not. First of all, why did you buy it? Why haven't you played it? Did you enjoy playing it? And are you going to continue playing it after you had this little spurt? So how about we just start with you, Adam? What did you play? I played Enter the Gungeon, Mm -hmm. which is a dungeon-crawly, shooty, roguelike, bullet hell thing. (laughs) Uh, It's hard to describe. Um, If I had to to give a direct comparison, probably it's most similar to Binding of Isaac. That's the game it reminds me most of. Isaac? Yeah. Isn't it Isaac? Well, however you pronounce the name. <laughs> I don't, I don't Isaac. Know if you get I... to three A's, then yeah. does it become Isaac. Isaac. <laughs> anyway. I don't know if I've ever Isaac. Just like how my girlfriend says Calgary, and I'm yeah. like, it's not Calgary, it's Calgary. Calgary. You spell yeah. it C-A-L-G-R-E-E. Calgary. <laughs> Calgary. <laughs> like Trana. Yeah. C-H-R-A-N-A. Anyway, the Binding of Isaac. Um, yeah, it's the most like that. Um, which is a game I've also tried but haven't played a lot of. And I bought it... Because basically the the guy on on YouTube who introduced me to Slay the Spire, in which I've clocked something like a thousand hours. Uh, as you do. Yeah, as, as <laughs> you do. Um, it was playing this, and I was like, oh, that looks kind of fun. I should check it out. And it was on sale, so I picked it up. There you go. <laughs> and I played like ten minutes of it and went, oh, this is really difficult, and I'm not in the right brain space for this. So then I put it down, and I hadn't picked it up again until this. And I was scrolling through the list. And actually... Unlike you, because you actually, because we share a Steam library, so you can see all my games and I can see all yours. Um, but I went through my list, and there are very few of mine that have minimal playtime. Mm-hmm. For the most part, if I didn't like it, I gave it back, or I just, you know, the ones that have like two hours of playtime are games where I beat it in two hours and that's it. Like, gone home. It's yeah. done, I'm never going to touch it again, but it's over. Um, but yeah, so I went back to this, and. I had a good time. Uh, it's I, I like roguelikes. I, there's something fun about that, the sense of, you know, a game that's hard on purpose. That's probably the Dark Souls lover in me coming out. Uh, where you get to, you know, make incremental progression in the world. And in, like, in that sense, Dark Souls is almost like a roguelike. Because you're expected to go and do stuff and die. And the idea is, can I make actual permanent progress before that happens? And that's essentially what all most roguelikes are like. Um, so that's basically what uh, Enter the Gungeon was like. And it's you, you have to be into guns, at least a little bit, because every weapon's a gun and there are thousands of gun puns. In oh the boy! Game. It's actually quite funny. Hit us with a gun pun right now. Uh, oh boy, I, I I can't think of one. Um, I mean, the title is one. Yeah, the title is one. Well, and and they just in anywhere that you can that you have the letters U N, they will find a way yeah. to make it a gun word. Um, like the gun dead, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, and the like, it, it's it is a very funny game if like you're on the sort of level of humor that they're working with because everything is a reference to something else. Um, there are items. There are items that are references to basically like everything in pop culture. There's references to Dirty Harry. Uh, there are references to Dark Souls. There are references to 
the Binding of Isaac, mm-hmm. funnily enough. Um, the Bullet King's lead throne, a throne made of guns. <laughs> yep. Yep. He's, uh, he's one of the first bosses you fight. There you go. Um, and I really like the way that the levels are laid out. In that there's there's a teleporter in essentially every second room, and as long as you're not in combat, you can teleport to any teleporter you've discovered on the floor. So it's very easy to move around and backtrack and sort of explore rooms you haven't seen yet. And they give you a map, uh, but it only gets filled out as you walk through it. But it highlights paths you haven't taken yet, which is great. So then it's like, okay, I can go back, and I just when I've cleared out a path, I'm like, okay, look at the map. Where is a purple question mark? There I haven't gone, warped to the nearest thing, and walk. And it's really cool. Um, it is aggressively difficult, which I think is what made me give up on it the, give up on it the first time. Because I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting nowhere, and I've been at this for half an hour, so I'll come back to it. But once you get into the rhythm of things, uh, much like with Dark Souls, uh, dodge rolling is everything. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I, ha- I had a good time. In the question of, am I going to go back to it after this? Maybe. Uh, if I wasn't in the middle of an actual Dark Souls run right now, probably more likely. Um, but I am, I'm currently playing my way through Dark Souls 2 again, just for the heck of it. Dark Souls 2, eh? Yeah. Hmm. Well, How I started doing Dark Souls 1, and I got, I got tired of it, and I was like, I'm going to try Dark Souls 2. Oh, I have a soft spot for Dark Souls 2, so maybe I'll join you yeah. on that Dark Souls 2 play. How far are you in? Oh, quite far. Oh, never mind. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm level 100 or something. Good Ooh. God! <laughs> You got that far in like a week? Uh, yeah. My goodness. Well, <laughs> I mean, you could still join me. I can make another character. I think we need yep. to do that. So that's kind of how my yeah. most recent run of Dark Souls went. Yeah. Friends started it a couple weeks before me. I jumped in. They made new guys to play with my new guy. Yeah. And then they didn't play for a while. And within like three days, I caught up to the other guys. We go to play again. It's just like, oh, hey, so, well, we'll jump on with these guys. Um, you know, maybe do the stronger characters. It's like, no, but you won't be able to play with us. No, no, I, I will. I will. Don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> I'll catch it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because I, I, I went in and I was like, I'm going to do something different. No. Sorcerer, hexes, same old. Yeah. yeah. Well, If it ain't broke. Yeah. If it ain't broke, it's just like, I, I know what I'm doing and I get an enchanted weapon and I just murder everything and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you know what you like. Yeah. yeah. Matt, I'll let you uh, go next because you played... Um, a game Adam, we both we, played. We both kind of had... Well, I, no, I actually... Oh, you haven't played it I yet. I haven't played it. Oh. Um, but we both picked kind of these indie things. That we, but you picked like a AAA game that have, have you haven't even touched yet. Yeah. So I played Near Automata, Near Automata. I don't know. Yeah. However you I've heard it. it pronounced both ways. It yeah. must be Automata because that's... Like, that word exists. It's yeah. in computer science and that's how you pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, that's what it is in my head. So that's what I'll say. Um, so yeah, I picked it up uh, on sale. Um for PS4 uh, like last spring before I went away for the summer and it was a game that I was uh, I was kind of following it leading up to release just because I thought it looked cool I didn't know anything about it mm. but just thought it looked cool so I was sort of paying attention to it and when it came out I was like watching reviews and everything for it but I was I think in the middle of like a huge like multi-run deep dive into Dark Souls 3 yeah and so I was like okay hey, well I don't want to buy anything new right now so I'll just sort of like I'll wait for it to go on sale um because it's also, it's not the first game in a series. Like, it's a sequel. Yeah. And so I'm always a little hesitant to jump into a series halfway through. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, laugh you know. because I've been encouraging you to play Witcher 3 and God of War. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, God of War I, doesn't have a number attached to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first one. Yeah. You can't hey, convince I, me otherwise. I played the original God of War. I'm, like, somewhat. Oh, there you yeah. go. Um, but anyway, yeah. So, I you know, I was, like, kind of hesitant to jump into it. So I was like, I don't know if I want to spend 80 bucks on this 
basically just like and you know dive in head first so i'll wait for it to go on sale um eventually did go on sale picked it up uh but again was just into like other things at the time it was just i don't remember what the deal was i think i got it for like 25 bucks or something um so i was like well it's on it's not going to be 25 bucks tomorrow so yeah so i just picked it it up i'll get to it when i get to it i'm pretty sure i bought god of war at the same time actually um but so yeah never got around to it finally decided to for this um and you know not all that far into it mostly just have first impressions but overall first impressions are quite good um the for people who don't know it's kind of, it's like a post-apocalyptic uh it's also kind of weird to describe yeah it's um, very like strange. open world but like sometimes like rail shooter side scrolly like hell. top-down <laughs> bullet hell yeah what, wait bizarre. what yeah it it's goes bizarre from, yeah i thought it was third person it is well it is <laughs> it is mostly uh until you get into some of the levels like so the the kind of like prologue mission you start off in like an arcadey kind of like Star Fox style um like flying shooter which yeah. then goes back goes back and forth between that and like a top down like flying shooter because you're in these like mech mech yeah. things hmm. um and then you know you you get down and you go into like a mix of like side scrolling and third person and top down uh like not quite dungeon crawly but like sort of it's it's it changes like genres uh and like viewpoints a lot yeah like right off the bat yeah like every couple of minutes you're changing between side scrolling top down like are you flying are you running is it you know can you control you the camera can movement. you not yeah, yeah it it, it moves around a lot um which i could see for some people maybe being kind of annoying because you never quite get used to any of them like it doesn't stick around long enough for anyone for you to really get used to any one of them but i kind of liked it because every time it would switch it was kind of like a new challenge you know it's like okay i'm starting to figure this out and then it switches and i have to learn this new thing i was kind of into it um but yeah it it's all kinds of stuff yeah um oh yeah and you have a little robot so you kind of have a gun but you also have a sword but yeah. you also have another gun and another sword yeah so Ugh. you're so basically the the earth was invaded by aliens um humans now live on the moon and they send these like android soldiers down to earth to try and like reclaim it from the robots that have taken over it's almost like wally yeah kind of yeah. yeah um but with like anime girls uh <laughs> i see anime no problem with girls. it yeah um so yeah, but you have this, it's called pod. It's like just a little kind of turret that floats over your shoulder. That's your like main ranged weapon. But you have, um, you have like swords and other weapons as well that you can use. Um, and it's actually a, what I found like kind of a really cool mix of like ranged and melee combat. I kind of, I, if there's a melee option, I always like the melee option. Yeah. Um, the melee combat feels really cool. The, the, uh, the, the ranged attack attacks feel kind of inconsequential until you sort of realize that it's not really meant to be your main thing mm-hmm. i think it's mostly meant to be you know hitting people with these like giant anime swords that are like larger than your character um kind of thing but the combat feels feels really cool it ha- i love the dodge um like animation oh yeah it, it sort it of does really good. you know it like not really slow-mo but just like slows it down just a touch and you sort of like phase out and then like come back into into position on the other side love the animations on that um so yeah i'm just kind of get starting to get into the open world part of the game and it it remind is reminding me a lot of horizon zero dawn actually very different types of games but still the sort of like post-apocalyptic going through like 
old um, sort of like industrial looking cities kind of vibe um, except that you know all of the enemies are kind of like um, weirdly cutesy robots they all kind of look like um, metal Baymaxes okay. yeah I'm watching yeah. a little video here yeah. yeah which at first I wasn't super into because I was just like oh those are kind of like plain and uninteresting yeah. um, they look like but, trash cans yeah a little, a little like trash cans with yeah. heads um, but I've actually I've actually had a few moments already of them just kind of being like adorably kind of like derpy yeah you know like they're the whole thing looks very serious but the the enemies do have some sort of like like kind of fun cutesy silly moments sometimes have you fought the first really weird boss yet i don't think so okay well it, it like if you had you'd know okay yeah. there is nothing there is a moment so where i went okay this is taken like this was already bizarre and then mm-hmm. they ratchet that up okay there's there's one boss fight like not like conceptually like mechanically it was quite fun yeah but conceptually you're just going okay i knew this story was going to be weird mm-hmm. i did not know it was going to be this weird right. how far did you get in it i don't know like six hours or something oh well i didn't think it was that long i thought it was only like a couple yeah, I know. I, I, try, I tried it twice, and it was, yeah, the second time I was like, okay, I'm just going to slog through this. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. yeah, it was really bizarre. Yeah. I do also say I'm really liking the music so far. The only complaint that I have uh, is with, I guess it's a mix of character design and animation, but your main character, 2B, uh, has what I would describe as an anime skirt, but they, like, don't, like hide anything like you just like right up there with the regular like sprint animation and it's so distracting <laughs> i don't know I even why they would make that decision it's so odd that's hmm. it like to sell it, units yeah i guess i um, yeah. it like pulls me out of it every time but it, like yeah. really interesting character design but it's just, it, that one thing is just it's like just a touch too i like an anime but it's quirk, a little yeah. too anime for me yeah yeah that that one thing pulls me out of it every time but um yeah overall i'm I'm really enjoying it so far yeah the it's funny you reminded me i, w- I went to see uh i don't know if you guys have seen it yet parasite this past no, weekend mm-hmm. um and no spoilers for what is a tremendous movie that everyone should see but there's a, a point in it where there's sort of a reference to uh university aged person dating a high schooler mm-hmm. and i was like mm, that's gross and then the next 12 hours i will i both played fire emblem three houses <laughs> where it's like Oops. oh yes this is the similar idea and then watched a, a video on scott pilgrim versus scott pilgrim is the dating world. a high schooler yeah <laughs> i'm like oh i guess it's weird but not that uncommon at least in scott pilgrim it's it's it adds to his sort of like jerkiness and weirdness yeah yeah, yeah. Scott Pilgrim, you're the salt of the earth. Oh, thanks. I meant to say the scum of the earth. Oh, thanks. <laughs> what a great movie. It's, oh, just, yeah. it's such a great... It's, it's right up there with Ocean's Eleven in terms of quotability. It's oh, yeah. so Fantastic. good. Among, among the most quotable movies of all time. Oh, you just missed him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> open the door, close the door, open the door again. It's fantastic. I watched that movie for the first time in an A and W. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Pause everything else. I have to hear this story. story. It's, it's really not all that interesting. I think I dropped someone off for an appointment or something, and then I was near Grant Park Mall, so I just went to like get some food yeah. and had like two hours or something to kill. 
and it, I just, you know, I had my school stuff with me, so I had yeah. my laptop, and it's like, ah, oh, I had downloaded it meaning to watch it. It's not a very interesting story, but, <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I just sat there in the corner by myself laughing <laughs> with my headphones in while everyone else was, like, doing normal things in the restaurant. I like how there was one day when we were hanging out, and this is now story time about Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. We, Matt and I were hanging out with our friend Ryan, who was uh, on an early couple dates with this girl, and mm-hmm. we were all out to, like, a coffee shop, and then it came up that neither of them had seen Scott Pilgrim, and Matt and I were like, this changes today. Yeah, because he was leaving for like eight months, like two days yeah. later. So mm-hmm. we're like, one of the last things you do in this country is you will watch Scott Pilgrim. We will make sense, and we will make sure you do. So sure enough, we went to his house to watch Scott Pilgrim. And about halfway through, I text Matt. I'm like, as soon as this movie is done, we are gone. Yeah. <laughs> We are not going to be those guys who linger too long and make yeah. the date awkward. So it's like, oh, sorry, got to get up in the morning. Bye. And yeah. like gone under 10 seconds after credits start to roll. Yeah. The bro code is strong. Okay. So I played something very, very different. I played. Oh, by the way, did you say if you're going to keep playing that? I mean, it sounds like you're having a good time with it. Yeah, I probably will. I don't really have anything else uh, on the go at the moment. So I'll, pro- I'll probably keep going with it. God of War. You thought, I was listening okay. to our uh, podcast last week, and you said it was going to be next stuff on your list. Yes, so I'm okay. like, oh my god, did he do it? As like a like special gift to you, I was going to do God of War for my game that I hadn't played this week. <sighs> I opened up the case, no, and in it was the Return of the King Blu-ray. Oh, oh no! no! I have no idea where the actual God of War disc is because <laughs> no. it's not in the Return of the King Blu-ray case. <laughs> Did you get so, swindled? Have you ever opened? Did you buy that game new? Yeah, I did. Okay, so yeah. it's so somewhere. it's in my house. It's probably in my brother's PS4. But <laughs> oh, man, yeah, I'll have to dig around for that. That would have been fantastic. Okay, so I played uh, Kerbal Space Program, which is kind of a, a jokey. I thought it was jokey. Mm-hmm game and i like space games i played the heck out of surviving mars played the heck out of mass effect it's just sort of been a weakness for me so and you know i think adam you played a little bit of kerbal space program back in the day i've i've gone back to it a few times yeah um, i've never gotten very far but i remember you saying it wasn't that intuitive and i and i think at that point it was early access or something like that so it's like eh, i'll wait until it's you know finished mm-hmm. and then i just never went back to it but occasionally you'll see on reddit or something like someone's insane epic kerbal space as i punch the microphone insanely epic per- kerbal space program creation so i'm like okay i'll go in and do this uh loaded it up the graphics aged like milk and the game <laughs> isn't even that like old mm-hmm. but it always gets me when you can see the seams in between polygons, you know what I mean? So, oh, like, yeah, a character's oh, yeah. mouth is closed, but you can see that little thing. Yeah. And I'm just like, can we... I just tried to, like, throw the graphics up to max, but so couldn't really get rid of it. And I'm like, okay, this is my life. So, then I had a few options. I had sandbox, I had career, I had tutorial. And I'll jump to the end of the story that I'm about to tell. I never made it out of the tutorial section. <laughs> <laughs> and I played it for two and a half hours. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but, like... Maybe it's because, again, I have to do a lot of reading and a lot of boring stuff from work. So when I'm home and playing games, there's a lot of skimming of menus. And that might drive some people insane. You have to read the tutorial. I'm like, you definitely I'm going to look. This tutorial. I learned that. <laughs> <laughs> so I was I got through the first couple by basically skimming and looking for the whole like this word is in red instead of blue, which means that's what you actually have to know to get out of this screen. Yeah. Uh, and then sometimes, if the tutorial is good, cough, cough, this one wasn't, um, they'll actually have it highlighted, what you're supposed to press. So it's like, ah, do this, then do that. So, yeah, after sort of mucking my way through the first couple of basic tutorials, I then got to one that just totally glitched out, like I did exactly what it was supposed to do. 
but then it was so vague and I wasn't reading the re- the previous ones that when it didn't work, I was like, did I miss something five minutes ago? I might have. So I had to redo the entire thing and I hadn't missed. It was just bugged. Mm. So that was great. Um, finally launched a rocket ship and again, the people who are, because I know this game is very popular. Yes. So the people who are into this game, who are probably like mechanical engineers <laughs> and just love detail, uh, they're probably at the point where you can fast forward through some stuff, but when you're in the tutorial, they make you just live through it. So it's like, I got to my first rocket launch. It felt like Elon Musk. I'm like, here it goes. <laughs> Press space bar. Yeah. Up it goes, and down it drops as I watch it in real time fall over yep. the course of like 10 minutes. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I feel like we could have used a speed up button. Well, there's a, there is one in the real game. Yeah, in the real game, yeah. but not in the tutorial. So I did that a few times, built the spaceship, but again, tutorials weren't great. And not, I know they're a Kerbal, so it's not a person, but for the love of God, people, it's 2020. I know this game's old, too, so caveats. Voice your tutorials. Oh, my God. It's so much easier to be looking at the screen and, and listening, listening to someone yeah. talk mm-hmm. than to have to read this and then decipher in this, because there's a ton of depth in this game. Like, it might be narrow as a toothpick but it's deep as like the Marianas Trench this game like you could I'm sure lose years of your life in the raw physics that they've created in this thing oh, yeah. but the learning curve was just a bit too much for me so there are a couple things I noted here uh, oh yeah Wait, one of the times I was trying to slowly because I couldn't just grab it and slide it up the shift key was increase my thruster power so I was like okay I wanted to get up to two thirds I'll just like tease it tease it home you know and i activated sticky keys (laughs) 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 like you'd think it would have they would have been some way for the two systems to talk and not do that (laughs) so i was like what the hell was that oh sticky keys it's always sticky keys it's always sticky keys yeah and then i i got as far as i did one where i was doing like a curve to get into orbit yeah but Again, it was like a 10-minute thing where it's you go up and you gradually press the Y button to make sure that you're following along, even though you can totally just make the pilot of the plane or the ship do it for you, Yeah, which I realized later. Um, and so I was like, touching T, touching D. That sounds so weird if people <laughs> just tuned in. Touching the D key slowly to make sure my pitch was correct as I did like the arc to get into orbit. And this again, this was like 10 minutes in. And then hit a thruster. Or press spacebar. That's how you go to the next stage. So I dropped some of the thrusters, and then I press spacebar again to drop another thing. Press spacebar a third time to reignite the thrusters. Okay, carry yeah. on. And then you have to like just watch until you get to seventy kilometers above space. And I started at forty-five. I'm like, okay, guess we're just sitting here for another thirty-five k. And then I, of course, I missed the because uh, I wasn't paying attention, so I missed the thing. But I like. It said, quick, hit your thruster. And everything else had been space. So I hit space, and the thruster detached. <laughs> you, you know space exactly what I'm talking about. Space is going to the next stage. Next stage. So instead of the thrusters <laughs> turning on, it <laughs> fell off the plane. And now my Kerbal pilot was just wandering through space <laughs> with nothing attached. And I'm like, oh, man, the poor guy. But the tutor- this is still in tutorial mode. The tutorial made no effort to stop me. So so I sat there for 10 minutes waiting, when are these thrusters going to turn on before I finally hit, okay, I guess I did something wrong, hit revert mission, did that whole shenanigans again, and this time thrust it up 
and it did what it was supposed to. I'm like, man, this was like tutorial five of 12. Good God. <laughs> so I fast forwarded to tutorial go to the moon. Moon spelled differently, just M-U-N. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder if I can just follow the steps to get to the moon. No. So <laughs> I, I could not. The steps in between five and ten were very important. And by skipping it, I had no idea what was going on. So I will not be returning to Kerbal Space Program. <laughs> if you can use it, I will be very impressed. But to me, it seems more like a very, very high-end like Photoshop software or something. Mm-hmm. Or instead of um, just iMovie, it's like the triple x not triple x god uh but like super extreme pro edition of final cut pro you know where it's <laughs> yeah. got all the doodads that a normie would never understand i don't need that i just maybe i'm just not smart enough maybe i'm not a space engineer who knows um but yeah that was my experience <laughs> i bought it i'm sure because i was like space and it's cute and they kind of look like minions and go into space and like you get to see them but i thought it would be more cartoony and it's no, not. It's, it's like, like surprisingly no, it's, it's real. They're not it's hardcore kidding. simulation. Yeah. Uh, they are not kidding. So if they made like a light version where it was more like a just – like I was kind of comparing it to Spore, you know, when you're making your thing. Yeah. Just let me make whatever I want and we'll see if it goes rather mm-hmm. than just like, man, you didn't have the right weight on your parachute for this whole thing to work. The parachute? <laughs> Man, I just want to put a big... If I was this smart, I would actually be building space. <laughs> Not hosting a podcast every Monday from 5 to 6. Although it was uh, my mom's favorite podcast, so I got that going for me, which is nice. Okay, it is time for... <laughs> Name That, that sound. sound! That's right. So it's the triumphant return. I was correct. We do indeed have six sounds. Uh, and one of them... The second one is going to be worth two points. Ooh. So here we go. Sound number one. Oh, crap. Oh. Uh. Oh, man. Is that when you hit a villager in Minecraft? Yeah. Just the Minecraft uh, damage sound. The damage. I'll, take, I'll accept yeah. it. I'll accept yeah. it. I was lucky to find a video where the guy repeatedly punched a cactus to keep getting the sound. <laughs> <laughs> How nice of him. Okay. So that will be one point to Adam. Zero points to Matt. And the whole game to play for. I'm trying to remember now which one was supposed to be the two. I think it's this one. So we're going to go with I want uh, the action and the character doing it is what I want from this next one. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, I have to fast forward to a specific... Is that why it's worth two points? That is why it's worth two points. Okay. I d- might even divide the points. But I, I have a feeling whoever gets one was going to get both. Probably. Oh, it's Super Smash Brothers. So, okay, that's the game, and now I want... Sorry, I, I think I said it wrong. I wanted the game, and I want the character. Oh. oh. Um, Super Smash Bros. Can you hear it again? Samus charging her B. That's what that's it sounds exactly like. That's exactly what it is? Yeah. yeah. Did you know that, and you just didn't want to say it, or...? No, no, no. I, I, I was like, I know this is a character powering up, but I don't know yeah. which one. Yep. The Samus, Samus uh, main. Hey, let's go. I am also a Samus mate, so I should have got that. <laughs> there is a reason I picked that for the two of you. Yeah. This one I think is actually going to be shockingly difficult. So it's currently, what is it, uh, Adam 2, Matt 1? Yeah, because you did have to split the points. <laughs> we did. Because I, I yeah, was like, yeah, I was, know this noise. I've yeah. heard it 10,000 times. Here we go. Good luck with this one. Oh, uh, killing a boss in Dark Souls. 
That is correct. I was like, I know it's Dark Souls, but I, yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. I it, it took me until the end. I was like, yeah. I was like, actual audio of a plane taking That's off? That's what it sounded <laughs> like. Yeah, no, I was, in, I was in your boat until the end. I was like, oh, no, it's Dark Souls, but what is it? Yeah, yeah. you're right. It's killing a boss. Okay, so for this next one, I want the character slash series. Okay? Okay. So tied 2-2. Two, two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything to play for, 2-2. Two, two. Objection! Oh, it's Phoenix Wright. There you go. Uh, Phoenix yep. Wright. That's the, the any other clip from that show, and I would have, or that series, I would have had nothing. Yeah. But I have been on the internet. I've ne- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Never played a second of those games, yeah. but I know that sound. Yeah, that's another game, kind of like Animal Crossing. I guess that was big on the Switch that just never carried over. Yeah. Okay, so for this next one, uh, I want to know what is making the sound, and uh, you know what, we'll do a bonus point. For a bonus point, yeah. What is it now? Well, this will bring it up to eight, but uh, I say bonus because I'm, I'm simply not expecting you to get it. Okay. 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 I don't have faith in you. <laughs> so guys, wait, right? It's two points, or is two points? Two so point one guy. point that you'll probably get, but I mean, I guess if Matt got both and you got the next two, then it could, or you got the next one, he could be forcing a tie. Yeah, because it's well, it's three two for me, right? Don't now, think right? too much about this. Okay. Let's yeah. just carry on. So uh, yes. Yeah, so first, the main point is what is the sound, and the okay. special bonus point, how do you achieve it? Oh, okay. I get okay. you. Got it. Yep. Oh, oh it's, it's the po- Pokemon uh it's the it's the mini game in Pokemon Stadium. Nope. Really? I think I think it's still it's, the same sound effect. Oh. Turning on a GameCube having four controllers all doing like holding the Z button or something. Matt for the double whammy. Mm. I thought I would stump you with the all four yeah. controller one. Because you can do it, you can change it into like a cutesy monkey sound by having one person do it. That That's one. the one. I genuinely did not know that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because they did seal that. That is in Pokemon Stadium, 100%. That is the Lickitung minigame. 100% it yeah. is. But, I mean, I don't think it has the uh, the lead up, the same... Um... I'm pretty sure it does. The dude, I think it's the same guy's screaming, but it, there's <laughs> well, no way it has the cube effect of the, uh, the walking. Um... And oh, I just yeah. hadn't heard that one because it's like, how often do you have four people playing and holding X or yeah, holding yeah. Z? No, that was like wow. one, that was one of those myths well, you like heard about it, and you're like, man, I only have three controllers. Hey, yeah. can I borrow your controller? I have to see if this is yeah. true. Yes. <laughs> well, that's two points well in for Matt. I did not know that. Yes. Well, here we go into the final sound, Adam. Everything to play for. Can go for the tie. Yeah. Because it's now four three. Ready? This is the shortest sound of the day. Toasty. Oh, it's Mortal Kombat. There you go. Just yeah. happens at random. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's Ed Boon just going toasty yep. in the corner. <laughs> I think it's his head pops a, up in the corner. It's really an fun. insanely high combo is I think particularly what does it. Yeah, I, I've seen it happen just sort of at random sometimes. I don't know if there's an official trigger, but I, yeah, I thought it was when you did it well. Okay, so maybe it's a certain amount of damage. I don't know. I wish I had picked a, a sound to have a tiebreaker, although I guess I wasn't expecting to. But that that actually worked really well. I did not, man. I'm very impressed with you got that one. <laughs> That's definitely, I think, the most obscure one I've ever gotten. Yeah, on holy here. cow! I was trying I to have think no objection to that. What consoles? Because that's what I used to do. Is I threw mm-hmm. a door console in each week. I'm like, what consoles would both of you guys know that we haven't done already? Oh, so if you guys know what consoles that both of them would know that I haven't done already, please message us on Facebook, uh, Facebook.com/slash/GameOverMFM. And let so us that's know. not Ed Boone. I thought it was Ed Boone in the corner. It's not. Yeah, no, it's I don't, it's not. It's, it's the sound the designer. Yeah. And Forden. Because I know his face pops up, too. Yeah. And, I know and it's, it's a... Uh, it, in the original, it was from a particularly vicious uppercut, was Ooh. how you triggered it. I mean, that is pretty toasty. Yeah. All right. So next week, the plan is to be returning to our regular uh, 5 to 5.30 time slot. But stay tuned, because you never know what's going to happen, to be honest. Uh, but in the meantime, everyone, drive slowly, stay safe out there, and have a great week. <laughs>